0: Last time on Dice Funk,
1: the bones start coming towards you as if uh, compelled by a weak magnetic force. Um, but then, as they go to touch you, you see pressing through your skin and that kind of coming out, extruding almost, is the muscles that you already absorbed. Uh, and then they begin to repel each other like magnets of the same polarity, and oh. the, the bones fall into the into the casket. And I would say that's more likely that he's being like sent over the edge of
0: the volcano with the blast being that heavy on him.
2: Sand dagger? More like grains of sand in an hourglass dagger. I'm going for the sand dagger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if this is the right one and we destroy it and stop the loop, won't that kill the dragonborn? And you like, you see the, that Traian is falling into the volcano towards the magma. Little boy just going to be like,
2: you're right. Sometimes we can, uh, arresting the bad guys gets in the way of us realizing what's really important. We have to work together. And then, like, he goes on sort of, like, a big rant. And then, like, he sort of <laughs> notices, uh, Hecatonker, he's, like, sort of, like, lumbering and trying to shake them off. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then he's going to, like, run up all the daggers and, uh, do this, like, sick, um, acrobatics, uh, flip. Where he, like, sort of runs up and then he's, like, going like, to, ima- like, I'm picturing sort of, like, a backflip that, like, Turns in midair towards, like, and, like, and just sort of rockets down and catches, uh, uh, catches a dragonborn and, um, uh, like swams into the, like, far wall of the volcano.
1: Uh, that's a crit!
3: Oh, folks. my god!
1: <laughs> Push it!
3: Okay. <gasps> oh! <laughs> oh! Vimble's dead, oh. right?
1: Is this,
2: this is, is that good. good.
3: Useless. The traitor god will
0: kill you. He will never solve the mystery.
1: Uh, And he falls back into the magma again, but this time there is no fountain of light. There's no reset. Uh, He just burns away. Okay, I'm rolling
4: deception to see whether in his last moments Vimbles knows that I'm lying about carrying his body wherever I go from now on. Eighteen, pretty deceptive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like that works. I also I want to say, um, Vimble, uh, in your pack you have all these maps you made the whole time you were here, and I think like he, you know, mutters uh, like, "Tell my mommy and daddy, uh, I did my best for the family business," and like pushes the maps towards them. And you all know that honoring this wish, giving these maps to the. Calthinian family would be catastrophic for the people of Arabella.
5: <laughs> We're not gonna do it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Boy Justice grabs them. And yeah, I think Little Boy Justice is going to.
1: What do we do with the new ones? I, I don't know that we can take Trivier and Clay and Mulchface. Are we, are we leaving them behind?
5: I mean, I thought they
1: didn't want to come with us anyway.
5: Yeah, we told them we told them about the homunculus gang.
2: Yeah, we're just already in the sky and ha- like not looking back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Juniper's is just shouting. They sure can, buddy.
1: Uh, all right, yeah. The new ones go uh, along the coast to the to the south to try to run into Ray and Sprinkles. Uh, as you all take to the sky, and uh, you are you over this. This strange black ocean, going east, and it's going great. You you succeeded. You're not going to fall in. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna make it to land, but it's a long journey.
4: Slowly, slowly pushing Vimbles taxidermied body further and further to the side, ready to <laughs> yes. ready to fall. There, yes. There's some
1: accidental
0: turbulence. Said, "Oops."
6: Set it on fire. Set it on fire. <laughs> Set it on fire. I saw a spark against the dark. And we erupt, but it's a slow burn We take our chance, and start to dance can see enough, to know to turn around The sound of a bonfire carries over fences Titillates our senses, but we don't need the heat A chill wind is pushing you into me And it's looking like we might be burning Might be burning, might be burning down
5: my mom got me this, oh, like, cooking pot for rice, but all the instructions in, were in we Japanese, and I was like, okay. So I still don't know how it works, but rice does happen.
4: Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if rice happens, I think you know how it works.
5: Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes it burns, but that's because I put other things in there, like oh. Sam said, yeah.
1: It occurs to me that a cooking spin off of our show could also be called Dice Funk, but we would just change the meaning of dice. Right, right.
5: What would dice mean?
3: Oh! oh! <laughs> 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 hey, hey,
4: Mari, Mari, thank you for asking. I didn't get it either. I appreciate <laughs> it. Oh, yeah, I
3: know. It <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, last we left the adventure, the party left the misty past biome uh you got on your animals uh it could have ended very poorly because you doubled you doubled up on uh spider and the dodo uh but the animal handling checks were right and you took off over the oil ocean to the next biome. And right now you're flying east. Uh, the air is cool. It's so nice. It's like, almost like it's air conditioned. It's really uh, picturesque, even though the, the bubbling, uh, crude uh, o- ocean beneath you is kind of uh, eerie. Uh, but you all have leveled up. So let's go around the horn and you all tell me what you have gained.
5: Um, I would like to go first, but also um, I just want to say that My Dodo is a Dodo, but their name is also Dodo.
4: Yeah, Dodo the Dodo.
5: And it was because that was the extent to which they could process information. Um, So they are both the Dodo and Dodo. (laughs) Anyway, so Austin said I could have literally any feed I wanted, and there was only three feet available, so I picked... That I could put in my thing, and then I would have to, like, actually write things down, remember things. So I just picked one of them. And now I picked, um, Disguise Self. And then I can, like, this feat lets me have some spells for Disguise Self, Blindness, Deafness, Blur, and Non-Detection. Non-Detection, I can, like, touch something or someone, and nobody can, like, divinate them where they are.
4: So we can we can take a hostage and no one can work out where we put them. <laughs>
1: Disguise, disguise, self is a spell, right? It's not a name of a feat, is it? Where'd you see this?
5: Um, hold on, poop boo. Features and traits. I took um, nibble magic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zverfeniblin magic.
1: <laughs> Deep gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let me double check this. Uh, Zerfeblin magic feats. Uh, you have an okay. You have inherited the innate spell casting of your ancestors. Oh, this is for deep gnomes. Prerequisite: deep gnome. Okay, so
5: <laughs> it, it just it gave me the option, and I just touched it.
1: Oh, okay. This is uh this is on D and D Beyond. You're like they didn't stop me. I just walked in. <laughs> no one checked my ID. You
0: <laughs> shoplifted a, a feat. Fantastic.
1: Oh my God, have I ever. Have I ever told any of you about
2: this, uh, how my friend, like, infiltrated (laughs) the highest level of, like, the TIFF, like, Toronto International Film Festival after party? He was able to, like, walk in, like, uh, he, like, like, it was, like, in a hotel and he just, like, walk like, everyone's, like, like, going through, like, security, like, wearing, like, big, like, tuxedos and stuff. He was just wearing a hoodie and jeans and just stared at his phone and just walked by and they, like, let him in.
5: That's how you do it. (laughs)
4: <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say I did something similar one year with Ubisoft E3 conference and confidently striding with a cardboard box, but like people don't question if you're confident enough.
2: Oh he he like eventually like he like was able to like go through like back like doors and stuff and like through like kitchens and like stairwells and stuff to get to like the top level and then um when he got to like the highest level there's like someone who like has like a, a bull, like a, a, a like a list and like they're like checking like being like asking like if you're on the list like there's no way to like sneak through and so he like walked up to them and like confidently said uh, his name was Ryan Lewis like uh, Macklemore's producer no one knows what Ryan Lewis looks like and they're like yeah you're on the list and he was able to just go in yeah
5: are you sure you weren't just playing the game like Vampire Bloodlines and got confused. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This wasn't me. it was my friend, but yeah, he he was able to do that. Apparently, he got to meet George Clooney that way. Um, <laughs> like he like he got to like that level of afterparty. Yeah, I know that's not like
5: what's going on. Video game. <laughs> did he
0: did he did he did he just put on George Clooney's like skin as a um, costume <laughs> yeah. to go do an assassination mission? Yeah,
2: well, uh, like, like he said that George Clooney was like he was like yeah he's like the coolest most charming man I've ever met. He also very clearly did not want to talk to me at all.
4: <laughs> okay. my, my, my mom had a story of going back uh, backstage To Neil Diamond's dressing room By just confidently walking past in a yellow fluorescent jacket Like the, the, the Confidence will get you far Yeah
3: Mm-hmm.
1: This is so funny, I pulled up the full list of feats on, on dndbeyond.com slash feats, and there's this huge list, just like dozens of these, and there's one single feat marked with legacy, it says, legacy, this does not reflect the latest rules and lore. Uh, guess what that feat is, you're right, it's Vebloon magic <laughs>
3: <that Mari>
5: <laughs> These are my only two available, like... Firearms specialist and grappler, and then magic.
3: <laughs>
1: no, it's fine. You can have it. This doesn't. This isn't like a, uh, a lore-breaking thing. It's just very funny. But you can uh, tell us about your level, I guess, or go ahead. Someone else. Huh?
5: Um, and then I uh, leveled up one in barbarian, and nothing really important happened.
4: That that is that is a, that is a lot of health.
5: And now I can um. I have an advantage on initiative, so I'm unstoppable okay so every for... time
4: if every time there's a fight, do we just like run up and hide behind you and hope that like y- y- all all of the hits hit you?
5: yeah, I think I'm tanking me ne-
4: uh i'll I'll do a level up I did one of those um uh, juniper is now level eight uh six levels in druid and two in cleric um I worked out last level up uh some things i I got. Shouldn't have taken up spell slots, so I got some some extra stuff because I had to juggle around slightly. Um, so I now have primal savagery, uh, which is which is pretty cool. Um, I've got land stride, which allows me to move through non-magical uh, difficult terrain without using up extra movement, uh, and I can pass through non-magical plants without being slowed down uh, or taking damage if they do stuff that would damage me. Basically, I know how to tiptoe through the roses without stepping on the thorns. Ooh! Um, I also have advantage on saving throws against plants that are magically uh, created or manipulated. Uh, so stuff like entangle doesn't bother me. Uh, I've got another fourth level spell slot, some new, some more HP, and I learned Thorn Whip. Ooh! So I'm I'm, I'm leaning into all sorts of new plant-based magic and also. Plants can't stop me. Nothing can slow me down.
5: <laughs> so, is the Thorn Whip itself an, a plant?
4: Yeah, yeah. I can I can whip stuff with thorns. I can I can I can create magical magical thorns to whip with.
1: You're going full Kurama mode from Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, the best anime character. Exactly.
4: So that's 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 my level up. What about everyone else? Um.
0: Traian's level, unfortunately, is going to be very quick to go over, so I'll do padding in order to uh, make this go as long as possible. Uh, Traian gained another level in Monk, so now he is a level 7 Monk, level 1 Fighter. Um, Reaching level 7 as a Monk means he gets an extra key point per short rest. He also gains the Monk feature Stillness of Mind, meaning... That if he's, if he's suffering from a condition or effect that's causing him to be charmed or frightened, he can spend an action on his turn to just end it outright. No save, nothing else. You can just stop being charmed or frightened.
4: You, you you are you are charm resistant now, which means that my, my plan of, of of having your character be my best friend through just regular topping up of charm spells, uh, I'm going to have to come up with a new plan now.
0: Well, that, now, granted... If Treyun is cool with it, he might just go along with it. He could just choose to stop being charmed if he wants to.
4: I, I feel like... I feel like at the point where you stop resisting charm magic, the charm magic is somewhat unnecessary at that point. Well,
5: maybe charm magic is like... It feels good, you know? People like get charmed recreationally. Just like all you think about is one thing.
4: I, I feel... I feel like that's why people take MDMA. It's recreational charm spell. <laughs>
1: exactly. I was I was thinking the literal exact same thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm not alone there. I was like, this is like a this a fun, sexy thing you can do with people is charm each other, like
3: recreationally.
0: Just and Trin like watched like some some horror movie for Halloween and Trin gets scared, but he allows himself to remain scared as opposed to using the action to stop being scared just to make sure that he uh that he, that he can just enjoy
1: the ride for what it is so you know it's it's all good fun I love the idea of going to a rave and there's, like, a bard in the bathroom who will, like, charm you up.
4: <laughs> Look, I just want to feel magically, uh, you know, connected and enthralled to everyone around me in this establishment.
1: Everyone's so soft. Yeah.
4: Can you do some music where I'm, like, really feeling the vibe of the... Can you do magic where I feel really feel the vibe of the music? Mm-hmm.
5: I like the idea of consensual and recreational charming. Like, ah, oh, I'm having a terrible day. Someone, someone, make me fall in love. I don't care.
4: <laughs> I I feel like there would definitely be a market for people who would voluntarily get charmed and be like, I don't, I don't care that this isn't real. It feels
2: real to me.
3: <laughs>
2: oh hell yeah! See, I think that's my that's my big uh, thing with uh, uh, champion right now. Um, at seventh level. Um, um, I can do some cool shit at, at, and at 10th level again, but uh, for now, now I can just, uh,
1: I crit on a 19. Alrighty then. So the party's flying east. Uh, it's very nice out uh, below you. are just this endless uh, oil ocean. Uh, but then on the horizon, you can see what appears to be some kind of land. Uh, your animals are getting pretty tired, so you're going to have to land for at least a little bit. Uh, are you all talking about anything as you as you approach uh, a landing spot?
5: Um, I self-pollinated. Does anyone want to eat my kids? So <laughs> when you poop them out. They'll be babies. It's like you're the mom.
4: Uh, Juniper like, stops for like half a second to consider this and goes, Yes, the research paper will be notable.
6: All right,
5: come here, eat my babies and poop them out. Hope you make enough. Uh, remember to eat other things so that your poop is nutritional.
4: Uh Juniper is just furiously taking notes at this. Um, zero regard for the health and safety implications of what might be to come. Um, can't turn down the, the the opportunity to be a living a living thesis statement.
5: <laughs> yeah, when you poop, you're gonna give birth to my babies. Is 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 it gonna be like clones? Are they just gonna be genetic identicals? Maybe. Well. Honestly, I kind of came into existence when this world came... I'm just going off of pure instinct. I just want you guys to eat my children. Something about it seems right. I won't
4: argue with you if that's what you want, and we'll find out together, I guess. We'll find out what form these children take when they occur.
5: They're also delicious. Very sweet.
4: It's going to be... It's gonna be a really weird awkward conversation when I go home and I have to explain that I have kids now and they're plants.
5: Well, they're still gonna- they're gonna be in the ground for a
4: while. Yeah. No. I- okay. I say it's gonna be awkward. I think about this now. If I tell- if I go home and tell the family that I now have- have literal plant children, I don't think- I don't think any of them are gonna be surprised. I think this is gonna be exactly what they expect out of- out of this this journey I've been on.
5: Yeah. So if you find one day you're at home and about thirty tiny screaming saplings just are hoarding towards you, just uh, throw them some food. They'll be fine. They'll they'll get it. They'll understand.
4: Oh, don't don't worry, don't worry. I I am sure I will be able to find plenty of plant based nutrition on
1: hand. That won't be a problem.
5: Great, great. And anyone else? Anyone else want to uh, poop out my babies?
1: So according to the monster manual, treants can animate one tree per day and it lasts one day and the tree reverts. So if if every single blossom on a treant became a sentient creature of its own, they would essentially be like a plague that just spreads across the world. They would be like one of the most dangerous villains in D&D if that's how it worked. <laughs>
5: Okay, so then like, all right, maybe one in a thousand of them become an actual sentient being because of the massive inbreeding.
1: I do like the idea that you're just going off of what feels right as a tree and you actually don't know what the result is going to be because you just came into consciousness. So I think yeah. it's fine for Piccolo to believe any number of things.
5: I'm just going <laughs> off of instincts of what's going on. You know, how like yeah. a bear's like, I don't know, I feel like I should eat enough stuff to pluck up my butt and go to sleep. You
4: know? and here's the thing. You, you, you know what? <laughs> you, you say that this would be the most like one of the most terrifying, powerful villains in all of D&D. Juniper
2: would be very okay with that.
5: First of all, don't turn my children into powerful villains, Austin.
2: Yeah, you say this would be one of the most powerful villains. I say this would be one of the most terrifying powerful friends.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Each one of them wanting to just be your friend and they won't leave you
2: alone. Yeah, (laughs) it's so terrifyingly powerful, but also yeah, you're just your buddy.
1: I was gonna say, as written, Piccolo was like pretty villainous and was like you know t- pretty dangerous, but under Mari's tutelage, he's mostly become kind of a poop-centric joke character.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, first of all, it's not like I want to sever everyone out, but a tree is going to crave poop and pee and decaying things. Grow up, Austin. Food. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, this whole thing. Open your mind. This whole conversation has actually been very funny because what I was going to say is up ahead, you see some land and you give your animals a moment to rest. You land on the ground and you see that uh, the soil here is completely flat and strange, It's like gray colored. It's not crumbly. It's like one flat plane. You you should probably roll something about that. But I was going to say you look all around. There are no trees and you don't see any animals and you're like, oh, we're not going to have any food here. You know, for the first time of this campaign, starvation is, like, a real possibility in this biome. And then Mari was like, oh, you can all just eat me. So, I guess fuck me.
4: (laughs) If Mari Mari hadn't said that, we could have finally pulled back out of the the hasn't-been-used-in-age's pile uh, good berry. Oh! Mm. A single single first-level spell slot could get us some technically edible berries.
5: Well, here's the thing. (laughs) You all can decline because technically, you know... Do you want to give birth to seed babies? That's your choice. Little Boy
2: Justice absolutely wants to do that.
5: All right. <laughs> all right. Does everyone want to be a seed mother?
2: Uh,
0: Trayenne will decline the offer. Oh.
5: Ju- oh, no. Juniper
4: is going to use a spell slot to cast Good Berry, so that Trayenne does have an, an alternative option for food.
5: Oh, that's nice. I was going to say I still have my dodos, but I didn't want you all to eat them, so I didn't say anything.
0: Train is still recovering from like I'm not sure how many times he has died and has been reset. Um it's countless. So he's still re- recovered recovering from that and still getting to know everyone around him uh in the very fast blur it was.
2: Come on, we could all bond over some good some good old M preg.
5: Yeah. Why not? <laughs>
1: Ten um, seasons from now, I'm gonna do another treant villain, and every one of their seeds has become se- a sentient army, and they're going to empray everyone.
3: Because
1: <laughs> it's yeah. such a good villain idea. It's <laughs> oh,
5: no! Stop taking everything I care about and making it evil.
4: Hey, hey, Mari, I will make sure the ones that Juniper poops out stay good and wholesome and pure. A triant baby
2: isn't a villain. It's a responsibility and a gift.
1: <laughs> Mari has a gift for creating disgusting villain creatures. She's No, like a-
5: <laughs> they're supposed to be good boys who just happen to look gross.
1: Okay, I think you should lean into your gift, but it's your life. You can deny it. You can refuse the call on I'm your, writing your journey. writing a horror
5: story. You can read it and throw up.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely would throw up because <laughs> I, 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 I thought this is, yeah, thing. me
5: when I'm trying to be scary. I, I thought you
1: said you could read it and grow up. I thought that was what you said.
5: <laughs> no, it's throw up.
1: Grow <laughs> up, bitch. Okay. So the ground is flat, it is gray, it is lifeless. Would you like to roll something? You look to your uh, north and south, and uh, the ground is similarly gray and lifeless and flat. Uh, behind you is the oil ocean. Uh, there isn't much to see, unless Can you look I closer. Can I taste
5: it? Can I taste the ground? With, that would be perception.
1: Uh, perception. You know, five senses, taste is one of them, yeah. What are
5: you rolling? Perception.
4: I want to perceive. I could join you in a perception roll.
5: Seventeen.
4: Seven. Uh,
0: 27
1: All right, 27 22. The group passes. Uh, Tran, you see Piccolo begin licking the ground. Uh, and oh, it is aber- whoa,
5: I'm stepping on the ground because my feet are roots.
1: Sure, you're doing uh, tree <laughs> licking, uh, and that no meaningful nutrition is being derived from this activity. You reach down; the ground is very hard. It is like you when you push down on it. There's no give whatsoever. Uh, and you uh, with a 27, very good. I think you have probably read about pre-apocalyptic uh, building materials. I think you've heard of like uh, carbon fibers and like super good uh, alloy metals. This sounds to you like something you read in a book once called concrete.
3: <gasps>
1: or cement it is like these gray f- like flat uh, old materials like the recipes are probably known in some hidden enclaves of the old world but like where you're from people don't build things out of this
0: brave of you to suggest that train has read anything austin but yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i guess you wouldn't have read it i think probably someone would have told you like in a, in a story mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. More, more likely but uh, long yeah, ago you could-
5: they could pour rock liquids mm-hmm. that turned into rock or mm-hmm. some
1: shit like that. Yeah, absolutely. You you heard someone say there's this liquid rock building material, uh and it has a lot of uh, you know, bonuses to it, but also it is uh kind of a a deadening factor in an environment. And so a whole ecosystem made out of it uh seems bad for people who need food and water, which is you.
4: Oh no. Have we found like the parking lot of the new world?
1: Oh no. <laughs> is it oh okay, yeah. so, we hit, oh my- so- Okay, yeah.
0: we're gonna look for the nearest strip mall so we can at least go to like the 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 dollars the copper store to uh to get some resources. That's what we got to do. Um,
5: I want to hit the ground with my axe.
1: Sure, uh, because it's magic, your axe doesn't break. If you were using a mundane axe, I would just say you damage the blade, and you know it is like a minus on axe now. But your your weapon is magic, so you maybe scratch it just barely. Uh, But it also seems like this goes down, 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 down into the ground. It's not like a thin layer on top of something
5: else. Mm. It simply is concrete
1: absolutely okay um it reminds me i read an interview recently by one of the sim city directors i think at someone for access where they were saying when they looked at real cities like modern cities uh so much of them are parking lots that they can't make it accurate in the game because it would be like unplayable (laughs) it would be like so unfun if you if you actually modeled how much of a metropolitan area is is just gray lifeless nothing and like that's not fun
3: um
5: I live in Chicago and I can never find Parking or a parking <laughs> lot And if you do it's $800 a second uh, So what
4: I, I have a question about this Definitely not a parking lot Um, Is it just flat as far as the eye can see Or is are there like structures And things to
1: go explore uh, At this point To the north, south and east It is flat as far as the eye can see You assume there is more here You just landed on the edge of the oil ocean To the west It is behind you now uh, but to do that, you basically would uh, say, like, okay, we move on. Um, but with with a 27 and a 22, I'm giving you now no organic life, no food, no water, uh, but still strangely cool. The air feels really nice. You'd think that, like, with a sun beating down on this, like, flat uh, surface, it would be, like, reflecting and, like, really hot. <laughs> it, would, it would suck the way it does to us in real life. But uh, strangely, it does not feel that way. Uh, but if you would like to move on and look for uh, some structures, I think what's a survival check? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna. First of all, I'm gonna get like uh, let Spider have some of the drink some of the oil ocean
2: to like recharge, and then I'm <laughs> gonna do a survival check.
0: Uh, yeah, I thought I figured that the reason why the temperature is kind of pleasant, is we're just, we're just getting the lake effect going on here, uh, you know?
4: Twenty three on uh, on survival uh, to search concrete Saskatchewan.
0: <laughs> Twenty four. That's another natural nineteen from Trey on this thing here.
2: I'm dying here! <laughs> These are like two of my best stats, and I'm getting. I'm, I'm rolling bullshit! <laughs>
1: 23 and 24, the party succeeds. Once again, Trayan with the highest roll. I think there should be some uh, conversation here as you walk east and, like, Trayan is just pointing everything out, uh, have, never having read a book, um, <laughs> somehow extremely uh, pre- uh, perceptive here. Uh, you begin walking east uh, and Trayan points off in a direction and says, like, oh, I think I see something over there. Let's go in that direction. Uh, so there is. There's a structure. At least one here and you're on your way there. You will, you will reach it soon. On the way, uh, does anyone... Uh, Talk? About anything in particular?
5: Why would someone do this? Is it useful?
0: Hmm. It's hard to say. I wonder what God decided this is a ideal domain. Certainly not an ideal domain for dragons, but...
5: My feet hurt. Hmm.
4: I... At, at this point, none of these domains are surprising me, really. Like, considering some of the things that we've heard... The people heading to the end of the world want to do with that last little corner, like yeah, it doesn't surprise me that there was some some God whose idea was like, "Hey, what if just hard, unpleasant gray? What if plant immune
2: nothingness seems about right i li- I like imagining that like like you know like you're like." Uh, I think like we left the last episode with like um uh everyone like you know like trying to teach a uh, little boy justice about like the violence of like American police officers, and so now he just listens to a ton of very depressing uh, politics podcasts. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's just quoting uh, citations needed episodes in every.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, train will also comment like. Uh, well, this ground is about as unpleasant as that one biome that was literal living flesh everywhere.
5: Hmm. Wait, what? You had a living... Was it delicious? Did you cook any of it?
0: No, no, but I was nearly eaten by it, essentially.
5: Well, then you should have eaten some of it.
0: Uh, I ate something from the biome, picked me and my friends up, and... We then ended up being inside of it, and then we came across some angels who took the gift of the god of that region, and there was three of them, but then they became like a single uh, amalgamation of flesh and kind of infectious, I think. Uh, That was not a very good time.
4: I'm glad to hear that... Us lot aren't the only people who've had a miserable, terrible time trying to navigate this place. I really did worry for a while that it was just everyone was having, like, picnics in the sun and, like, just a happy little holiday, and it was just us having a bad time.
5: I'm also glad that everyone's miserable like me.
4: (laughs) Well,
0: I mean, the the minds were honestly kind of nice, all things being said. Might have been a little nice if we just kind of stuck around there, but uh, one of my what, friends the fle-
4: wait with the wait, the flesh mines. Are we talking about no, the flesh no. mines still? No, no, okay. no, 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 the, I the, th- these still were talking like... about the, f- the flesh.
0: No, no, the flesh, there were no mines in the flesh uh area, they just 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 things that would eat the the oh shoot, what was what are those things? What was those like uh cattle like things in the farm area called? Shoot, uh.
2: Yeah, wasn't that Ron's?
0: Right, right. Like, 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 train will just not. It's like, yeah, yeah. Those things. Um, yeah. The 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 la- the biome of life was taking those things and such, and like, it was this sort of relationship between the biome of life and the biome of death, I guess. But man, that was that was weird.
4: I I guess that at least confirms this place isn't like shape shifting the second we're not looking at it. That's that's property, I guess. We can now confirm. ...about this world.
1: (laughs) Whoa, I hadn't even thought of that.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I ruled it out, Austin. I ruled it out.
1: But
0: yeah, the mines were, like, south of, like, where you... When you left Mount Grendel, if you went south, that's where the mines were. That's where me and my friends went first. That's actually where we ran into Rex the first time. And... While there, my friend had this idea... Of taking those uh, reliquaries, like those, like like the weapons and the stuff, I guess that the gods left behind, and making copies of them.
4: That is a pretty nice. That's a, that's a, that's someone thinking about someone other than themselves. Are you sure <laughs> you you meant to be up here? Ev- everyone up here. That's that... Non self serving thoughts are not the norm.
0: Well, we certainly weren't sent up here altruistically. We were sent up here by, well, the the big old dragons from the world below because they wanted to make sure that this place was safe for dragons. And so that they could come up and kind of, you know, do what dragons do, I guess, is the easiest way to say it.
2: What what do, what do dragons want? What do dragons do?
0: Uh, Well, depends on the dragon, but more often than not, it's to hoard a bunch of stuff, have underlings and stuff working with them and you know, uh and just kind of impose in that sort of way. You know, they they some of them like to think they know best and some of them just kind of want stuff. So it, it depends on the dragon. There's a whole you know, there's a whole lot of us, you know?
4: Uh, I mean look, the more I think about it, the more that I'm like The second that I go back there and, like, report my findings in some research paper, then suddenly everywhere knows about the stuff going on with the plants here, and then whatever interesting things I happen to have found with plant properties, people are going to come looking to harvest those plants and make make what they can of them. Like, I feel like the second I go back with any kind of actual report about what's going on up here, like, it, it... it's just going to be the instigation
1: for a for a gold rush and uh... yeah not to state the subtext out loud but bringing back information is a tool of colonialism and also yeah. uh, Vimble's notes that Korvok has. Like, it seem, like at the beginning, it was like, oh, Juniper just wants information, and Vimble wants something evil. But the way capital works is that all threats are subsumed, and so Juniper's knowledge is just as dangerous as Vimble's maps, yeah. even though they feel so different. And I think, like, a, a lost condition is, like, letting either of that stuff get back, or a, a kind of lost condition. Obviously, you can do whatever you want, but...
4: We've not even gone back and reported like any initial findings, and this place is already just a mad grab for power, a lawless, terrifying, violent hellscape. I can't imagine how much worse it would be if there were known stakes of desirable things up here. And
0: mm-hmm. well, if it means anything, I'm I have no plans of going back to the old world myself. There's not much for me back there.
5: Well, I mean, you set it up that that this world was created so that refugees can come. (gasps) Haven. Uh, Haven? I mean, isn't this place for refugees?
1: I mean, that's the thing, is everyone has a different idea of what a haven is. It's, it's not uniform. So, we, you were all telling stories about how, like, scary and uh, awful some of the places were, but to other, you know, kinds of life in D&D, they are havens. Uh, like,
5: I mean... Yeah, my
1: biome Look,
3: I loved you're, it. You're
1: right, but I'm largely, you know, largely I was referring
4: to all of the people. The people were what made this place the worst.
0: <laughs> the Hellscape is the people we hated along the way. Um yes uh but yet yeah, tran will kind of cap some of his thoughts just like you know back where i came from the uh, the drag the higher ups the dragons just constantly viewed me as well failure and uh, a no good couldn't even win a tournament so i'm pretty sure that's why they set me up here because i was kind of expendable
5: each of you are required to win a tournament how does that work Shouldn't some people not win the tournament?
0: The the idea is that I was, like, a representative for my community and stuff, and oh. all the tournaments I went into I just end up in third place. And I was fine with that, but they weren't.
4: Ah. Uh. Oh, no, how dare you be the third best at something? Barely beaten by anyone. Better than the majority of people who take part. How dare you?
2: How many? How many comp- people were competing though? Uh, usually,
0: depends. Sometimes sixteen, sometimes thirty-two. There was one tournament that was a sixty-four.
4: Train, train. Any answer that isn't three is fine. <laughs> you just needed yeah. to know you want third out of three.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I, 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 The only I, I packed up all the trophies and stuff I won and took them with me up here because I didn't figure I was going to be returning anytime soon.
2: Can you see him?
3: <laughs> yeah, can we, see the, uh, can we see the trophy? Sure.
0: Uh, Train, like, sets down his duffel bag, opens it up, and just sort of shows the items. Uh, they include a bronze medal, a bronze bracelet, a bronze ring, a bronze tiara, um, and I believe a bronze necklace, a bronze certificate of participation, you know, standard things you would get for Wait, getting third place.
2: is this why all your skills are bronze? No, I... Th- <laughs> Is no, like, did they like no, make you bronze no. because you kept getting these, or like did you get these because you like get, like are bronze?
5: This is made of your skin.
2: Which came first, the like bronze or the 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 trophies? The skin or the trophies? Which
4: came first, the bronze or the bronze? <laughs> I,
0: I was born a bronze. You know, I was born bronze. I I think this is called uh, cosmic irony or something. You know, uh, listen, I'm I'm happy with what with, with That's these some
4: mighty big words there.
0: I don't know why I don't know where I heard them from. Something whispered in my ear, you know. But you know, this is you know. I took these with me because, as much as I like fighting the tournaments and to remind
2: you know, yourself that you're bronze.
0: No, just because uh, these are things that I that I earned and I was proud of them, but nobody else was back where I was from. So
4: you should be proud of them. Yeah i don't know if i've ever been third best at anything
1: as you're showing the group your bronze trophies uh there is a distant noise because you got a 24 on your survival in fact because you crushed plus 20 on both those checks uh you have plenty of time to react to this but there is a distant humming noise uh coming from both in front of you and up and you look, on, you look to the distant sky and you see kind of shapes. Uh, and once again, because the uh, rolls are so good, I'm going to give you a lot more. But like if you had a middling roll, you'd be like, oh, there's shapes in the distance. That's weird. Uh, as you see them get closer, they appear to be large birds, but they aren't flapping. They're just moving towards you. Uh, and there are about a dozen of them. And they're making a very strange humming noise, which makes uh, like a shiver pass over your body, like an instinctual, uh, you know, <sighs> Uh, animal-in-the-jungle reaction. (laughs) Oh, no, we're being assaulted by dire biplanes. Oh, no.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Little Blade Justice, uh, having just been, like, listening to a bunch of, like... um Um, like left wing politics podcast, but not really like quite getting it. It's just like, is uh, look out! It's hostile architecture. He doesn't really know what that means.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just throwing out the buzzwords you hear. Material conditions.
2: (laughs) Wait, have have any of you followed? There's like, uh, I think it's like a subreddit that's like hostile architecture, but it was like taken over by people who don't really know what that word means and so they just think it means like when a bit bu- like when a building is like vaguely scary or threatening looking and then people will be like no it's like hostile architecture when it's like anti-homeless like features and they're like well no like i support that like you know like we should be able to like like, like they actually <laughs> it's the
3: worst oh,
5: i hate it when that happens it's like when I created the confused boner subreddit and it got taken over by heterosexuals. <laughs> and I was like, it's just a shark with boobs on it. What are you doing? And then that's,
1: just, Awful. that's my life. All right. Distant shapes, big birds, uh, dangerous with the 24. We should probably run. Mm.
0: Yeah, at least getting out of their line of sight. Come on. Uh, and then we look, then then Drain looks around and realizes there's nothing to dive behind. There's just a bunch of pavement and a building in the distance, right?
5: Wait, you guys can hide behind me. I'm a tree. And then I can stealth. <gasps> and they'll just think I'm a tree. <laughs>
1: Yo.
5: Austin, that's, that's legit, right? I mean,
1: yeah, this is a, a very interesting application of your very niche specific power set is that you're on a flat ground with no cover, but you are a s- extremely stealthy tree.
5: I'm a tree and I'm stealthy, 17. And everyone can hide behind me.
1: Also, because of your deep gnome feat you took, you can cast non-detection at will?
5: <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. I can touch everybody. <gasps> I'm touching everybody. You guys can't be divinated. If you touch me and get behind me, they can't get you. You're safe. I, I hide behind tree.
4: the
2: cool tree.
5: Yeah, I <laughs> hide behind the gnome
1: tree. Let's go. All right, so there's this huge concrete plane, just like a fucking cosmic parking lot, with a huge cherry blossom tree in it. (laughs) And all of you are crouched down under its canopy as it is magically uh, reinforced uh, by basically uh, something about the dodo, right? Because you've got the feet for your dodo evolving. What is the uh, flavor Mm -hmm. of non-detection? Is it that the dodo is just acting like you're a tree and that reinforces the ruse?
5: Um... So dodo's live completely in the moment at any time. And so like you are simply adopting the unawareness that a dodo exudes, you know, Mm. where you simply, oh, that's a tree. And then you just move. You don't think about it. You know, it's just how it is. Mm. Dodo brain.
4: No thoughts be tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's how I walk up in the club. <laughs> I'm getting, uh, I'm getting charmed. So I think everyone's in love with me, and I'm just like that's head right. empty, be tasty. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. <laughs>
1: So as you all are doing this incredibly funny (laughs) attempt at stealth, or I should say successful attempt at stealth, because you nailed it, 17 on the roll, plus your feet. Uh, These metal birds get closer, and you can see they are not actually birds. Uh, They appear to be completely made of metal. Uh, They have a large uh, wingspan, but under them there are some kind of uh, what appears to you to be like a technological wand. But from our perspective, we understand to be guns. On these drones and this cl- this cloud of them, this swarm of like a dozen drones kind of flies overhead and is uh, projecting some kind of uh, speech, a repeating, uh, basically warning. Do any of you speak gnomish? Uh, a dwarvish. Just uh, not-
5: uh damn. I
1: was like, little boy
0: justice doesn't speak gnomish? Oh, boy. No.
1: No. <laughs> Just giant and dwarf. So none of you understand what the drones are saying as they fly over, um, but you do understand they are dangerous and they are patrolling in some way. But they fly overhead and continue, uh, you know, to on their on their route, as you all are in the shade of Piccola.
4: Is there anything we can roll to have any understanding of what those are? History.
0: Hmm.
5: Ruh-roh. Okay.
0: Come on, minus two.
5: Fourteen. Yeah. <laughs>
1: 13 Tran rolls a 3 uh,
4: 13
1: 14 13 13 the group passes above average little boy justice with the highest roll that makes sense because you've seen vimble create gnomish uh inventions he has a grappling hook and a smoke bomb that uh were bequeathed to you upon his death in fact uh gnomes yeah, yeah. gnomes in D&D have the ability to create little inventions uh and including uh, Autonomes, which are basically player characters, um, so that's that is part of their whole deal is creating gizmos and gadgets uh and these uh remind you of one of those you're like oh vimble has made something similar not as quite as uh scary looking uh probably uh it's it, it purports to be like protecting people it's like do not worry citizens i am here to enforce the laws instead of yeah yeah, yeah. whatever
2: no yeah well like yeah i mean uh nothing like that scary because vimble was a hero
1: but uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is a, a much more advanced version of that. There's some kind of uh, pre-apocalypse advanced technology uh, for enforcing uh, laws and rules. Uh, but the weapons look dangerous.
4: I, I really worry that somehow somehow, Vimble got here already and was like, yep, this is, this is Copland.
2: <laughs> so we're, we're this safe. This is the end of the world. Well, no, like, we're safe. Th- these are only to go after bad guys.
1: So the drones pass and you all are able to get out from under Piccolo and continue to the, uh, the structure. I will tell you what that is in a moment. Does anyone want to just talk in character about the drones or what you think about the biome? Every, every biome is like a new puzzle. It's like, who was this made for? Uh, by whom? Why?
5: This area makes me feel emotionally drained and upset.
2: I mean like I like Willboy Will Justice feels much better now and he's like oh yeah no guys like we don't have anything to worry about those are only to go after criminals like we're we're safe
4: what if someone who isn't you decides that the right thing to do is for those to shoot you
2: um I mean I don't I don't think wh- why would anyone want to do that? Like we're we're heroes, we like help, we like fight criminals. We you know, like there's there's literally, like that it, it doesn't make any sense what you're saying.
3: That,
4: that that hasn't stopped like 18 people trying to kill me since I've been up here.
2: Yeah, those were bad guys though, but these guys they are they're, they're here to like, you know. Th-
4: what if what if bad guys made those
2: metal birds? Uh, I don't see it's it, it, like it's a lot of what-ifs, you know? It doesn't sound very probable.
4: You don't... you don't sound very probable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it's obviously, you know, just the simpler explanation is that those drones are just telling the truth.
4: You're not a simple explanation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. As you approach the structure, uh, you see it is made out of a very strange material. It is, first of all, very colorful. There's reds, yellows, blues, greens, but they're also very uh, strange looking. They don't look natural, but they're also not hard like the uh, the stuff you're walking on. They have a straight – like you walk up and you can touch it, and it has like almost a give to it, which is very peculiar. Uh, a couple of things – actually, I, I want to say investigation before you give you any more because this is a big building. It takes like a couple minutes to walk all the way around. Fran gets a seven. Seven. 11.
5: 18.
1: Investigation. All right, 11 and 18. I'm going to give you some clues here, which uh, one is you find a couple of bodies. Outside the building, Uh, one appears to be a plasmoid, it is someone wearing a uh, red cloak and hat, Uh, one of the Fortunato siblings it appears to be, Uh, and another body is one of the halflings of the Duma cult. You know these two groups are ahead of you in the race, they appear to have fought here. Uh, And, you know, they both have a number of members, but uh, have, you know, at least one fatality each. That's the first thing I'll tell you. The second is there is a door to this big building made out of strange material. Uh, The door is closed. It has some scratches on it. It looks like someone tried to break in, but then there was a fight and they left. Uh, The there's a big picture on the door. All these uh, reliquaries you found so far have pictograms of uh, gods and uh, religious symbols. This one has a sword on it and it appears to have uh, the drones on it and then some other uh, similarly metal creatures. Other uh, are like metal people, uh, metal dogs, metal birds, uh, and a sword. Uh, but the door is locked, closed, shut.
5: Can I offer some of my cherry babies as a peace offering? Because they're relatively more valuable here where there's no other organic food.
1: Uh, You offer some of your cherry babies, as you say, at the door, and it does not open. You get no response. Oh, I meant to
5: the other people around.
1: There are no living people around.
5: Oh, they're dead. Okay, can I eat them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can eat the dead plasmoid and the dead halfling if you would like, yes.
4: Oh, great. Does anyone have any metal to offer
0: the door? Mm. <laughs> like Trey, just sort of like gets a little like sheepish a little bit, and then looks at the door to see some stuff in there, and then reaches into the duffel bag and pulls out one of the uh, the bronze uh, <laughs> items. <gasps> um, I'm going to say not the bronze metal, but a bronze necklace, and just sort of like looks at the door and like just presses it up against the door haphazardly.
1: Uh you offer a gift of metal to the door it does not open. Uh but I do like your 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 train of thought, but uh that is not the secret.
0: Uh he, he sighs in relief that puts the <laughs> the bronze necklace back in his duffel bag carefully.
2: As like 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 as like you know uh uh can, can, can one of the things of like me having the uh uh like uh champion archetype B that I, I I pull out um uh, uh like a trophy for the same thing but it's silver and uh try and press that <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Little
0: boy Justin's already upstaging Trey with his civil, silver prize. I
1: like that. Uh, that also has no effect. Offering medals to the door does not
2: It has no effect on the door. Does it have any effect on him, though? On, on,
1: on Trey?
0: Yeah, yeah. Trey will just blink a few times, just like, where did he
2: get that from? <laughs> yeah i just thought that might do more but
5: can we knock on the door
1: uh yep you can knock on the door i assume you have two dead bodies and your roots being digested uh there is no answer
5: i can walk while eating i mean they're just gonna be underneath my feet yeah
1: no i was just i'm painting a picture of this comedic oh, yeah attempt yeah you knock <laughs> you knock on the door there is no response i will remind you uh so far every time you've Got to a reliquary there has been a little puzzle at the farm you had to kill someone at the beach you had to go through a tube system and sing a song uh at the swamp you had to navigate all these uh, electrical things
4: so so this one has a bunch of pictures of like robots and robot animals and that sort of stuff on the door right correct okay uh does anyone have like an animate object spell of some kind Because, like, what I'm thinking is, do we have to, like, animate some metal so we have moving metal?
5: Or or we can strap all the metal to somebody so they can seem like they're made of metal.
4: (gasps) Do we want to dress someone up like a robot? (laughs) I want to be a robot.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, Little Boy Justice, is it okay if we use all of your... Bronze trophies to make little boy justice a robot?
0: Uh, I, I, I don't think there's enough metal in those
2: two. That's okay. I've got lots of silver and uh and gold trophies too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so does anybody have uh a relevant proficiency or are we just doing raw 20s to build a little boy justice robot? Which is just a fun sentence, I guess.
5: <laughs> I can only craft with flesh and bone, unfortunately. Uh, uh,
1: Train has
0: proficiency with cook's utensils, painter's supplies, weaver's tools, and woodcarver's tools. So um, if it involves, I don't know, sewing pieces of metal onto his clothes, um, maybe.
1: <laughs> I mean, I could see an argument for using fabric uh, as a joint between pieces of metals and employing weaver skills.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's, that's what Train can do.
1: Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, this this is an interesting idea. If you want to roll to make uh, a little boy justice robot, uh, it's going to be a D twenty uh, plus. A little a-
4: bot justice. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> if you have a relevant proficiency, you can have proficiency. Just uh, let me know. I'm just gonna have to just roll this D twenty
0: plus three. If if we're doing this approach, then Train is going to help you know make fashion something by sewing joints together and stuff with his weaver supplies. Weaver stools, rather, because he has, as a fighting game character, Train has multiple alternate outfits and color variants, and he's made <laughs> all of them himself. Uh, he rolled a five, so good luck, uh, everyone else. Let's I, see. I,
4: I, all I can do is roll a raw d20. I don't have any relevant proficiencies, so uh, let's see how that goes.
5: I'm a carpenter, can I use mine? Oh, I can use like... Oh, I can use the bones and skin I have to help it fuse together. Okay, hold on. Okay,
4: I have an 11.
1: I'm, I'm more helpful than unhelpful.
5: I have an 11 too.
1: Five, nine, eleven, eleven. Uh, the group fails, but with above average, I will give you something here, which is you try to make Little Boy Justice into a ramshackle robot, uh, held together by bones and, uh, fabric, and it's bad. <sighs> but when you walk up to the door dressed like this, uh, there is a reaction. It, the door <gasps> blows, like the pictures, uh, have a faint blue light as if you were being scanned. Uh, but then it turns red and then it turns off as if you did not pass as a robot. But you could have. In other words, you are on the right track.
2: Can I try and do a performance to see if I can like, act like a robot? Would that help?
4: Sorry, I was going to say, don't you have new disguise self stuff?
5: Oh my god, I do. I can disguise myself as a robot. Yeah, I, can, I just make myself look like a robot.
1: All right, why don't you read your uh, feet here? Because I know it says you can do one of these spells.
5: Yeah. You make yourself, including your clothing, armor, weapons, and other belongings on your person, look different until the spell ends or until your action is dismissed. Your action to dismiss it. You can seem one foot shorter or taller, can appear thin, fat, or in between. You can't change your body type, so you must adopt a form that has the same basic arrangement of limbs. Otherwise, the extent of the illusion is up to you. Uh, the changes wrought by the spell fail to hold up to physical inspection uh it says to
1: discern that you are disguised a creature can use its action to inspect your appearance and must succeed on an intelligence check against your spell save dc what is your spell save dc i will roll
5: i'm going to use disguise self and my spell cast dc is 10
1: Alright, so you're not a spellcaster, which is uh, unfortunate. Uh, Zana was incredible at this as a proficient magic user. You're just kind of a tree who woke up one day, so it's going to be tough. I am going to hit the button now to beat a 10. 11.
3: Can anyone give like
4: a plus modifier to help here? (laughs)
1: Oh, man, that's rough. Once again, uh, Piccolo, you can walk up, you know, festooned in the uh, trophies and fabric and uh, bones that you've tried to put on Little Boy Justice, but with the Dodo doing the uh, head-empty Dodo brain, uh, looked was it uh, head-empty, feel-tasty, <laughs> or whatever he said, uh, <laughs> yeah. the door lights up as if scanning you and then turns red and then off as you do not pass robo check.
2: Wait, can Little Boy Justice try and do a performance to a, a performance role to see if he can, like, convince it just through, like, his, like,
1: charisma to see if he, if, 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 if that can convince it it's a robot? Uh, I think that's definitely a possibility. It's going to be a high DC because you already failed, but I'm open to it. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, my performance is zero. Let's go.
2: Oh, boy.
3: Six!
5: <laughs> can I yell at the door? Can I yell at the door to open
3: up?
0: I was gonna propose something in a similar light, but with a very with an equally dubbed premise of like, well, Tran is all about dancing. Can he perform can he do some popping and locking as if he's doing the robot as a dance oh. with that and use that as a basis? but that's we already have one performance check go south. I don't think we would want to
1: have redundancy there Austin so. Uh, rule of three. We've had three failed checks on this door, which means there's kind of a montage quality of this, of you all performing and building and uh, attempting things uh, as the day turns to night and you eventually have to give up for the day and make a little camp. Everyone needs sleep. The animals are tired. Uh, so that's that's kind of the, the end of this scene. We can try new things in the morning, uh, but as you build a camp uh, for the night, does anyone say or do anything? You're kind of in the shadow of this big, strange building, uh, and the ground is just fucking hard, and it sucks to sleep on.
3: mm
5: mm-hmm. um, Can we climb it?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, if You want to do athletics?
5: Right now? All right. Let's, let's just... I'm um, a big tree...
1: Let's go. 23
5: 11 No!
3: Oh! Uh, <laughs> all
1: right, so J- Juniper and Treyan start building a camp, maybe making dinner or something. in the background, Little Boy Justice and Piccolo are climbing the big, big building. Uh, and uh, Piccolo falls off halfway up the side with an 11. <laughs> Little Boy Justice gets to the top and stands on it and looks like out over the horizon. Uh, there are other structures in the distance, like the east, the north, the south. Uh, there are things here, but there are... Mostly just uh, huge expanses of uh, this concrete. I will say there are like trenches, uh, almost like rivers, but clearly artificial and uh, you know geometric, all right angles, which appear to be filled with oil that is flowing uh, through the through the the ecosystem. Um, with a twenty-three, I'm going to give you one more thing because there's no entrance. You didn't you don't find a hatch or a window or anything in this building um but <laughs> i will say out of character i'm picturing this building as basically a giant mcdonald's play place if you're familiar yeah. with those
3: <laughs> <Of course.
1: laughs> yes. it is all big colorful oh. i mean i'll just say it's plastic in character none of you know what that means we rolled and failed but to the players it's okay if you know
4: big big plastic tubes that have like uh circular clear windows in them so you can look down at everyone having their
1: meal um but so, Little Boy Justice is standing on this giant McDonald's play place, and you look on in each direction, uh, but then you, you take a little glance west where you came from, uh, and there is a, a, a glimmer of a something there you see uh, coming up behind you. I will say it's pretty far off. It's not like, oh shit, we're about to be attacked. Just, there is something there. Um, um, but, uh, so yeah, I'm going to climb on down, and I'm going to warn people there's something coming in the distance. All right. and you have proficiency with uh, cooking, I believe. So uh, Yes. You, could, you can definitely say you, you made food for everyone. No one takes a, any uh, exhaustion, which you've avoided pretty much. You seasoned up those good berries real, real <laughs> nice. <laughs> now they're great berries. Uh, uh,
0: unfortunately, unfortunately, Traean does not have bronze cookware. He does have copper cookware, though. You know, some nice. <laughs> <it's>... <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah,
1: paint me yeah. a picture of what you all are doing.
0: Um, yeah, Tran's just tending to the food, petting, and just giving attention to the, uh, Archaeopteryx when he can, and in between, uh, uh, stirring and tossing the food and such.
4: <laughs> do we have a backup plan for if... You know... If this goes south, do we have a plan?
0: <sighs> I'm not much one for plans. Last time... Well, last few times... I had plans on how to do things. Things tended to not go super well, and usually I just had to fight my way out of it. So, if it comes to that, then I guess that's what it comes down to.
2: Should we? Um, should we? Should we? Should we try and stop the or like prepare for the 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 people who are coming towards us?
4: Uh, I I mean. Th- I, I guess our questions are, like, how do they look like they're gonna be here before we've got... Like, do we have time to get some rest and some sleep before we move on, or do we just need to... Do you get the vibe we need to just start riding through the night on no sleep?
1: Uh, it's hard to tell because it's dark. Um, it's kind of um, like a role-play choice, what you want to do about people approaching, or person approaching. Uh, there was a glint, okay. is what I'll say.
2: Okay. Uh, I saw a glint, which to me... Is- Seems to, I, I I think that implies that they're probably I, I don't think we got anything to worry about. I think that they're like probably good guys. Juniper
4: hears that Juniper hears that and goes, We should probably get moving.
2: I mean I think that, I say we should we should probably like make our flyer a bit bigger and like sort of signal them over
3: here.
0: Well, that's kind of assuming that the people that are on their way here are friends or open to being friends. And I don't know if we even know that, so.
3: Well,
5: we can fight him or we can run.
1: I like the idea that every time little boy Justice disagrees now because he's been brainwashed by his podcast, he's going to be like, this is neoliberalism. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah no no this is well this is the thing is that like
2: you know this is what this is what like you know like neoliberalism does it destroys communities and so we should just like you know like make friends with the police i've <laughs> <laughs> been watching a lot of uh peter coffin videos they're really good
1: <laughs> juniper you're being very atomized right now <laughs> yeah
4: <sighs> all right Right. Juniper's not got it in her to fight at this point. It, she's, made her, she's made her point, She's made her and if this is another thing that slows us down and literal hell comes to exist... Uh, she tried.
5: I personally wouldn't like uh, hell to happen, so maybe we should go faster. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not opposed to keeping on moving, honestly, if we're able to, so...
1: All right. So it sounds like the group is going to start packing up to leave as whatever is coming towards you uh approaches in the night. Uh Juniper, can I get a wisdom saving throw with disadvantage?
4: Okay. Thankfully, it's a thing I have a really good number in, but uh let's see how it goes.
2: Yeah. As little boy Justice is, pa- is packing up, he's like, "This is austerity."
4: <laughs> uh, okay, fifteen. All right, uh, disadvantage.
1: Juniper, you get uh, packed up and ready to go. You have your sprout, uh, and you are able to. You know, you're about to hit the road. When you feel a uh, a feeling coming on, uh, it is a dark. Almost uh oh. m- wet feeling and in- behind your eyes. Oh, not this again. Uh something's creeping up on you, but because you got a fifteen, you are able to tell everyone it's happening before it happens.
4: Hey, 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 I'm um, hey, hey, I'm about to be I'm about to be taken over by someone else, so if you want to like knock me out, put me to sleep, find some way of g- getting me back into my body but once I'm not me, that'd be great.
5: Okay, I'm choking Juniper. I'm choking. <laughs> 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 this is consensual
1: <laughs> Treya you have never seen this before so it's very upsetting to you Juniper says hey I'm about to leave my body and then Piccolo starts choking her Freya
0: I, 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 <laughs> is covering the eyes of the Archaeopteryx so it doesn't have to see this happening mm-hmm.
5: this is helping this is consensual
1: mm. Juniper's eyes turn red uh, and she begins like floating up off the ground, almost uh, taking Piccolo with her a little bit with some kind of power. Uh, eventually, they kind of float back down. But something has changed. Uh, and you hear a voice coming out of Juniper, which says, come on, man. What are you choking me for? I'm just I'm just a little guy. Come, on. It's basically my birthday. It's my birthday month. Come on.
0: Uh-oh. So, uh Oh, so. Tran's eyes just widen a bit when he hears that voice.
1: Uh yeah, so <laughs> this is very interesting because Skitch hasn't heard uh, the Juniper stuff, and duh, the rest of the party hasn't heard the, the and stuff. So both parties have half of the puzzle, and it's delicious to me. <laughs>
0: like, Train like grits his teeth a bit while still covering the Archaeopteryx's eyes because you know the little baby does not need to see this, and he will say it's like. Haven't you done enough?
1: When Treyan talks, uh Juniper's head turns towards him and the voice says, Oh shit, it's uh that's the it's the fella, the guy, the, the friends and the eye and stuff. Yeah, Mr. uh trapeze or whatever. Hey, what's up?
0: What are you doing here?
1: Uh what do you mean? I'm just I'm where I always am. It's a it's a beautiful day. You should see the beach right now, the sun off the water. It just, it's good, you know, like it reminds me, my grandma, she used to have this beach and she'd go down there and we'd have all the, the the kids in the neighborhood and we'd make a big apple pie. Do you, remember, do you ever have, do you ever have an apple pie with a big scoop of ice cream? It's delicious, man.
5: Do you ever have it with cheese?
1: <laughs> Pickle, are you, are you still choking while you ask that?
5: Yeah, you ever have pie with cheese?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course, man. I have uh, cheese, and I have uh, goat cheese, and bison cheese. I'll have you know
5: I have friends whose babies are apples.
1: Yak cheese, dog (laughs) cheese, cat cheese. There's a lot of cheeses out there. Human cheese, orc cheese, elf cheese. What was I talking about again?
0: Some stupid bullshit, but, you know,
1: that's nothing new.
4: Juniper's just in mind. jail shaking the boss, like,
3: let me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you rolled really well, so I think you actually have some consciousness here. I think you can even like join in the conversation uh, if you would like. Uh, so it's like you, you, the eyes will turn, uh, you know, back to normal for a second. You can talk, then it'll turn red again if you would like to.
4: Yeah. Hey, hey, Juniper, Juniper here. Treyon, how do you know? How do you know this one?
0: I had a bit of a run-in with him, along with my friends.
1: Oh yeah, me and trapeze go way back. You got two two friends. There was a little one, and there was a big one. The big one hit the little one. It was a whole thing. Uh, it was quite nasty. It's I mean that's what happens when you come into someone's house uninvited. You know you got to get an invitation. You know you hey, gotta- you, you attacked us first. Did I, man? I mean, you shot my man in the in the in the chest with a bunch of arrows. You riddled him up. He was all full. You just no no space for the blood cuz there was full of arrows. You know, that was me. And it was just it was me and it was him and it was us. Uh I can't I'm not the one who started it, man.
0: You uh, Throg did that because you were making me hurt. He was trying to protect me, man.
1: Hey, the rest of you, little uh, the bunny and the tree and the, the the big guy with the little hat on it. You should watch out for this dragon. You know, he's a he's a bad dude. Yeah, you know, he's got all kinds of secrets. You don't even know what he's says, up to. Says, ma- says,
4: says 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 the person currently possessing me.
1: <laughs> I'm j- I listen. You connected to me. I didn't connect to you, man. I was just I had, I was just chilling out in my house, and you came to me with your brain. You know, I, I it was an inviting situation. Uh, we gotta talk more about invitations.
4: I I I helped I helped someone get out of a, i helped someone get out of a slavery situation. I would really rather you stay in your own body, please.
1: Listen, man, the S word. It's it's rough. It's just it's our culture. You wouldn't you know it's you don't judge, man. I don't judge you in your culture. And you try you're eating little carrots all the time. I I don't know.
4: I don't know. I am judging your culture right now because because it's slavery, and I'm I'm right here judging it.
1: It's very normal to us. We, it's, it goes back to the beginning of time. It's totally. It's listen, man.
5: Hey,
4: just just because you've always done a thing doesn't mean
1: it's not fucked up.
5: It's normal for me to eat people. Did I come and eat you? Will you be offended?
1: Mm, I don't know, man. You should try. Why don't you come over here? L- l- listen, bud. Wh- where are you? Uh, I'm over. I'm over here.
5: Where? Can, where are you at though? Compared <laughs> to us.
1: That's a hmm. Uh. Pickle, why don't your old persuasion
5: oh God how about intimidation instead <laughs> I, I just slo softly choking like wh- no come on where are you at where are you at dude okay meet f- me up
1: because of the choking I'll Let's give you meet intimidation up, dude. yeah
5: <laughs> 17
1: yeah I think uh, this person who has introduced himself to you as kushim K-U-S-H-I-M, says man I'm in the I'm in the big ocean uh, by the beautiful beach you know, uh, I think you 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 already were here. I'm looking around in uh, Juniper's mind. Y'all were on the beach. You had a good time. Uh, hey, hey! Stop looking around! Stop looking around up there. No. <laughs> it's no. It's real interesting, man. You're thinking a lot about uh, plants. Uh, it's kind of a uh, you know boring. I don't know. Think she, more about seaweed. There's hey, a lot of hey, weed. Hey, okay. Can can I look around? Can I look around his brain? I start trying to look around his brain uh yeah absolutely why don't you do uh an intelligence uh saving throw i think because you get a bonus to that i think it would normally be an intelligence just check but i want to give you a, a bonus if you get it
4: okay intelligence 19 on intelligence
1: Hell yeah. I think this connection, which is usually two-way uh, between uh, a homunculi and its creator, uh, has not been so for you so far because you are a much more complex intelligence than a, a creature made of clay. Uh, but if this is like a concerted effort where you break through and the connection becomes two ways for at least a moment here. Uh, you see Ocean. Uh, blue blue crystal clear water uh, as if from the perspective of something underwater you're seeing through his eyes but uh, it, the view is very disorienting uh, because he has a different number of eyes than you do. And therefore your, okay. your vision is extremely fucked up. It is like uh, you know looking through a kaleidoscope or something. Just your brain does not have the correct structures to interpret that. Uh, but you get a bunch of information, uh, like all rushing towards you at once. It's actually uh, a lot. Uh, constitution saving throw uh, vis-a-vis damage here, to take in all this information at once.
4: Uh, constitution, okay, right. Twenty-two.
0: The shit. <laughs> uh,
4: I really don't like being possessed, okay?
5: I have a question. If Juniper can access their mind and is more complex, shouldn't it stand the reason that maybe Juniper can do a reverse Uno control?
1: So, Kushim is more complex, to be clear.
5: Okay. Well, more complex than the homunculus was.
1: With a 22, you do not take any damage. Uh, your researcher's mind, your you know lifelong pursuit of knowledge makes it easier for you to handle this cognitive load all at once, uh, but it is so much. You start getting uh, kind of fast forwarded versions of lifetimes after lifetimes, being born, hunting, living, enslaving, dying over and over again. It's like watching a Terrence Malick movie in fast forward motion. Uh, but it's you see not one life, not two, but dozens, and it's going on and on. You seeing blood you're seeing family you're seeing uh sickness you're seeing health you're it's it's one mind but it is somehow hundreds of lives uh that's the first thing i'll say to juniper and uh this would break the mind of (laughs) someone who isn't uh as intelligent and thoughtful as you
4: It, it would break the mind of someone who hasn't had to sit through like sit through one university lecture while listening to a second one in their headphones because they're a bit behind on um, the, their, their lecture plan. I love
1: this for But yeah. Look, I'm taking in three lectures at once. I'm used to this. Um, I'm trying to think with a, with a 22, uh, not only do you not take damage, but I think you get uh, something you didn't get before, which was that this creature that has enslaved you is an ancient uh, fish creature called an Aboleth. Uh, and they have a very unique, uh, biological feature, which is that they are born with the knowledge of their parents, who are born with the knowledge of their parents, who are born with the knowledge of their parents. Oh.
4: So what I was getting there was, like, the whole family lineage coming into my head at once.
1: Yes. To the beginning of time. Because that is how genetics works. That's how...
4: Okay. That feels like, that feels like I can unlock some real fucking
1: cool forgotten shit about, like, I probably know what concrete is now. That's incredible. Why don't you roll history, in fact, to see what nuggets you can pull out of this, because it, it is all the information this family has known to the beginning of the universe, because literally, abeles are the first sapient creature in D&D. Uh,
4: with, was that with advantage, did you say? Okay, uh, that's... that's oh! Ah, uh, eight. Uh, look, eight is, like, a little below average, <laughs> but I think for all of the knowledge of all existence of all time, a little below average is still a lot,
1: I will argue. Here's what I'll say. You don't get a great amount of information, but if you ask me a question, I will answer.
4: Okay. Is there a way for me to... Sever this connection between me and him
1: great question uh the answer is you have to give the connection to someone else there is no way to do it other than giving it to someone else this specific connection is from the creation of a homunculi it is a specific thing when one dies the other dies uh the only way to uh get rid of it is either for that to happen or for it to be transferred. This is not the normal aboleth uh ability, which is called enslavement in the book.
4: Is Is this like a um a a till death do us part loophole situation? Where if I die for just like a just like a minute just like <laughs> die for a second and then oh, come back. No. Technically, till death, did we part? And it's uh... done?
1: I don't see why that wouldn't be true. This isn't based on dice. This is just me talking to Laura. Yeah. I don't have any uh, excuse for why it wouldn't work that way. I love the idea of you grasping control long enough to shout that and then everyone being faced with, can we kill Juniper for a short time? Because I genuinely (laughs) think that's what I want to do is if
4: if you're happy for that to be how it's going to work. Do we have any way of doing that? Yeah, Juniper will g- get just enough control to go, hey, everyone, if you kill me for just like a minute, this guy will be out of my head.
5: I immediately start choking Juniper.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've been choking her the whole time. but
5: uh... Well, like, enough to breathe in the fun way, but now this
1: <laughs> yeah, is serious. Yeah. So wait, is this a sides to cut off the circulation or the front to cut off the air? This is a very important breath play uh,
3: foundation. Yeah, oh, no. We
5: both know way too much about
3: this. Um... <laughs>
5: Well, I'm going to go with uh, circulation. Well, no. Okay. So Mm
3: -hmm.
5: they're both designed to not kill you. So I'm going to do the kind that. Oh, boy. Oh, we have to kill Juniper. What what defines (laughs) that to you?
3: We
1: have to kill Juniper. I just love that you said that. I want to cut that out and put it as a teaser for the (laughs) episode. Before
0: we go any further, I do want to say something as an aside that I don't think Trey would propose. But I think I have a question for you from a rule standpoint, Austin. If Trayan became enslaved, would he still be able to use his monk ability to remove the charm condition on himself and break from the enslavement?
1: Uh, if it was regular enslavement, which is under the rules charm, yes. Mm. However, this is not the Abileth ability enslavement. This is the in, under the homunculus mm. entry in the book. Under their telepathic ability, uh, which was transferred from Sprinkles.
0: Got it. So I just want—I just wanted to ask from a like a specific rules interaction standpoint. Anyways, now back to your regular chokeout session. Um,
1: <laughs> your regular schedule. Regular
3: schedule ch- <laughs> strangulation.
5: Just like a dramatic, like passing out. Does her heart have to stop?
2: Yeah. Also, does- do do we have any way of bringing her back, or is it just?
5: I thought we could do some CPR, maybe.
2: Okay. Um, does anyone have good medicine? Um. I, I
0: trade has a plus five because he has a twenty wisdom, but uh. Okay. This is.
1: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Kushima says, listen, fat, you don't need to do that. I'm just, I'm just trying to do, I'm a little guy. I'm just trying to do right. I'm just doing my thing. You don't got to do that. Jun- Juniper's going to
4: look in, in his head because I, I want an answer on something. Uh-huh. Does he have anyone around to bring him back? If if, if, I, if I die, he dies too. Does he have anyone to perform CPR? <laughs>
1: I will say that uh you looked through his eyes for a moment, and he's underwater. he's a big fish uh there is no one around him, or any you know anyone who would be would be in mortal terror uh this is besides dragons and like uh, arch demons and you know arch devils is like the deadliest thing in d and d like no one's around being like let me let me give you some c p r chap okay, cool, nice, <laughs> okay um yeah, sh- should we?
5: I'm choking.
1: the right, life uh... is
5: going out of Juniper. <laughs> just letting everyone know.
2: <laughs> I can't believe
4: this
5: is what's happening. Juniper asked. Oh, Austin,
4: Aust- you let me ask questions and I came up with answers. I'm proud of myself. No, this is
1: sick. It's just so funny that you're going to own this guy this way if it goes right. Um, can-, can, I- can I help
2: with like, I don't know, with like... I feel like using, like, a, a sword or something would be, like, make
1: it harder to bring her back afterwards. I think the choking is fine. Piccolo is fucking huge and Juniper is tiny. I don't think that's an issue.
5: I'm careful not to break any bones.
0: All right. Here's here, here's my here's my counter. Goodberry has been cast recently, hasn't it? Yes. We could just feed Juniper one of those after she, uh, and that would give her one hit point. <laughs>
1: But I'd get her out of dying you though. Swish I just
4: my be- berries into my mouth.
1: <laughs> I want to say to be clear that normally killing a homunculus does not kill the creator. Obviously, this is specifically because I'm just thinking from an audience's perspective. The questions they would have. There was a role we did earlier where you made this connection two way for a moment because of your role. Okay, that's clear.
4: Okay. Yes. So I I'm I'm gonna have to. M- yeah, I have to die while this connection is still two-way just for the just for a second.
1: For now, yeah, this isn't something where it's like, oh, well, we can just try this again tomorrow. This is like a once in a lifetime okay. shot. Okay, right. Yes. Right. Uh, th-
4: uh, the second I feel the life fading out of me, I will I will use the last of my living strength to be in control when I die to have that connection be there.
5: Oh, okay. Austin, I am choking the life out of Juniper without causing any damage. Permanently to her bones or flesh.
1: Okay, so I think this is about the subtlety of your actions. So I'm actually going to ask for sleight of hand of all things. Okay. Because uh, there's no world in which uh, you're not strong enough to choke on a juniper. You're obviously strong enough. That's not the question.
4: The question is whether I have like an intact windpipe. on
1: <laughs> Yeah.
5: We got a 16. Uh, yeah,
1: 15 is what I wanted. So you are able. Got to do a lot this. of choking
5: experience. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, Piccolo does not, so that was autobiographical. (laughs) Um, Yeah, paint me this picture of you choking Juniper to death.
5: (laughs) Um, I make prolonged eye contact with Juniper to ensure that we have continued to uh, be on the same page with the choking, because Juniper can't talk. Uh, Juniper
4: is giving you the look of, yes, continue to choke me. (laughs)
5: I do the cutting off of blood flow version because that's the least scary way to die, uh, most relaxing. And uh, you have know, juniper. You, if you don't mind, you slowly, you know, yeah. pass no. out and die. I I,
4: I appreciate your uh, thinking about my levels of being scared and nervous during this difficult time
3: it's
5: very Yeah if your brain doesn't have blood you can't feel scared so a- Yeah
1: as Juniper is dying the red in her eyes is like flickering out it's like a you know like a dying tv and you hear Kushim's voice say uh oh no uh tra- tra- trapeze please uh, continue continue your mesh your mission you, man you know what to do i told you just continue just do, do what we agreed it's okay it'll all work
5: you're not a little baby boy and i finish
1: it <laughs> uh the life goes out of juniper and so the life goes out of kushim both characters die i'm I'm really glad i rolled a level eight character sheet for this one episode
2: <laughs> uh can we use the goodberry to uh, like uh to, to bring her back with with one of those
1: so a goodberry restores one hp which would bring juniper back as you pick it up Uh, I assume it's a little boy justice because you're the one who spoke up and said something. Uh, You hear a voice say, get away from her. And a power cord rips through the air as the spell shatter hits all of you. Constitution saving throw as the thing which was approaching from the Ah. west, the glint (laughs) of the light on her guitar. Uh,
4: I knew this is who it was going to be. I knew it. Uh, like, when you said there was a glint in the distance, I just, I felt, I felt her coming. I, f- I knew. Nice.
5: The gay energies were too much.
1: Uh, Gail shows up. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Thirteen. This timing is so funny. I love the dungeons oh, and I love perfect. dragons. <laughs> uh, I love this 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 game that we play. Uh, everyone is going to take full damage. Everyone fails the shatter coming off of Gale's guitar. Sixteen damage, and you are blown back. Um, and the harpy lands near the dead juniper. Ah, uh, the good berry goes rolling away in the darkness. It's hard, and no one uh, sees exactly where it goes. And Gail says, "Oh my God, Juniper, What have they done to you? Get back! I hate you,
5: Tree! I'm gonna fucking kill you!"
3: <gasps> oh,
5: how much damage again? 16.
4: Oh, Sixteen. What a reunion!
5: Uh, uh. <laughs> it was consensual. <laughs> uh. <laughs> She asked me uh, to do it. Uh, we were saving her. We got we gotta give her the good berry.
1: Uh, Gale ha- like drops her goggles down over her eyes. Uh, her wings sp- fully uh spread out as she begins summoning a, a thunderstorm. And this is in fact the uh, call lightning that Juniper has been using. Uh, and she's going to start frying all of you.
5: Can I? Is there still a chance to talk our way out of this, or are we fighting?
1: You can do whatever you want.
5: Okay, I do Intimidation 19. Listen here, bird lady. She asked me to choke her, okay? (laughs) (laughs) This is what she wanted, and you need to respect her choices too. Do not shame her for her lifestyle choices.
4: I, I I'm gonna be honest. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I think it's kind of perfect having it come from a big living tree because Gail's gonna jump to all sorts of assumptions. Okay, okay. Juniper's been asking trees to choke her. Okay, yeah. That's right. Uh...
1: <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah. Do Do you think this is the kind of thing in the relationship where it's like, oh, this is like a sexy thing you two do, or is it like a weirdness? I don't know how the, the dynamics of this.
5: Well, Gail's gonna be jealous. Obvious. I think it is
4: I think it is surprising enough that it catches her off guard that it that she goes I I I think that she realizes that there is probably more to what's going on here because at the very least she would have hoped she'd be the first to know if choking needed to be on the
1: table <laughs> Okay, so she doesn't use cold lightning to fry all your asses because she is taken back
4: i i don't think I don't think she used cool uses cool lightning at the very least. I think that that has bought a few seconds for you to explain to her what what exactly you mean
1: all right, can I get a constitution saving throw from juniper to see how the brain damage is progressing
4: uh constitution mm-hmm uh right. Uh, 13 constitution.
1: Alright, above average, uh, if you were revived right now at the end of the sentence, you will not have any permanent damage. Um.
5: Just shove that berry in there.
2: Yeah, can little boy justice look for the berry with, uh, like, do a perception check for the berry? Uh,
0: I, I, yeah. While that's happening, I think Train is going to try to directly just bolt over to Juniper and try to revive her while little, <laughs> little boy justice looks for the berry.
1: Got an eight. So little boy Justice can't find the berry with an eight. Tran, uh, are you rolling something? <laughs> uh,
0: Tran is going to. Tran has had a handful of times where his remedial, like athletic knowledge of medicine, has helped him in the past. So he's going to try to do the same to Juniper to resuscitate her after losing her breath, uh, literally.
1: NFL concussion protocols. We know you have sports medicine background,
0: right? yeah 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 Yeah, pretty pretty basically well it was concussion protocol the the answer would be to do nothing claim the juniper is fine and then put her into the next season of dice (laughs) funk uh then then act surprised when she gets a permanent injury from it um
1: This is an extremely timely. Whenever it's recorded, audience, it won't be when you heard it. Uh, R.I.P. to Tua. Oh, oh no, no, it
4: will be. It will always be timely. Yes. That is, that is
1: oh, the correct never, answer. That's
2: uh, pretty. That's that, that's uh. That's that's all I like to call uh. Tragically evergreen.
1: Uh huh. Oh no. I need a number. I need a number. Uh, okay, so I roll that medicine check then. Uh huh.
4: Yes, please. Someone roll it. Austin said, "Brain damage." No, no. Don't, don't roll. no!
5: Oh my god! Oh no, no fuck. Okay, um uh That's it. can I do perception to try and find the the berry? Do it! Go! I'm doing it! <laughs> twelve! Twelve! Is that enough to see a berry?
1: Yes, uh, twelve is a bug. Oh 10. my god, I
5: found the berry and I shove it in her Wow! Immediately. Okay,
1: uh, so Tran starts doing CPR on Juniper's body. Uh, Gail's freaking out. Uh, fucking little boy Justice uh, steps on the berry. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh fuck! Oh shit! Fuck! Shit! Uh, oh shit! Oh, fuck. You know Every- <laughs> and then uh, Piccolo finds another one. Uh, you make ten with one casting of Good Berry. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, you, you gain. You, yeah, you make
0: ten berries with one casting of it. Correct.
2: I do the thing where I like I find it, but then I like it slips through my fingers, and I'm like like trying to grab it, and then like at, but every time I try and grab it, it just like bounces off my hand and lands on my foot, and I step on it.
4: Austin, how badly fucked up am I?
1: I mean, you you got a 13 on your roll, so I think you are fine. In fact, role role play this to me. Uh, the camera cuts to the beautiful blue ocean that you all went. Uh, two at the beach uh, and like the waves are lapping on the shore and then like a 40 foot tentacled fish washes up (laughs) and then we cut back
4: uh juniper looks up and blinks and sees that gale is there and she takes a second to just catch a breath and go I swear this isn't what it looks like.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I gave her the little death.
1: Gail hugs you and wraps her wings around you.
5: I
4: promise that everyone here had my best interests at heart um there was there was there was a fish there was a fish living in my head T- till death do us part. We parted
1: cutting back to the beach the fisherman uh wa- oh, like walking up in the morning <laughs> seeing the ablest dead on the beach and being like what the fuck <laughs> and- <laughs> what happened here
2: Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. A- a- as that happens, it's like um, uh, it's like The Lion King, where like uh, vi- like Vimbles like face sort of appears in the sky and sort of winks at them and like uh, uh, goes like oh "You're head! welcome," <laughs> and like is like because he- his debt to the veteran is repaid.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh!
5: <laughs> Still thinks we're friends after death.
4: <laughs> J- Juniper, Juniper is just like babbling somewhat incoherently uh, to Gale and the party. Just like, I, I, for a second, I saw all of history. There was a lot of people with bad fashion choices.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the the idea that there's kind of a, a little bit of a, a time skip quality to this. Like we see the sun is rising. You're all sitting around the campfire. Juniper, you're like laying down with your head in Gale's lap as you're all catching up. Mm-hmm. Um, and G- Gale says, yeah, the, we had some trouble crossing the oil ocean and, you know, uh, Walter and and Buddy had to make a little raft and swim, so I went to fly ahead to scout to see what was going on. They should be here soon. I did, and I just saw Juniper getting choked out, and I panicked. Sorry about the it blowing your bones apart.
4: No, it's it's okay. I understand. I Watching someone choke me out, probably the default assumption isn't that that I asked
1: for it. <laughs> Also, I don't know this tree I get i you definitely look like the trees from the tunnel place, but you're alive.
4: oh, oh yeah, this is Piccolo. um, you know all the trees at the top of the tunnel place yeah that's... yeah this 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 one's a al- this one's alive. I've learned so much about plants.
5: this red guy died, so I could be free, so I wear his head on my head.
1: oh my God, at this point, it's definitely just a skull, right.
5: Well, I mean, it's kind of mummified a little bit. You know how when you, like, leave out something and so the skin is there? Like, animals haven't got a chance to eat the flesh, so it just dried out.
0: Uh, I, I would say that, that that would be enough to get Trey to blink a few times and connect some dots that have been circulating in his head ever since he's seen Piccolo.
1: Gail turns to you and says, uh, what's the story, Dragon Glory? I'm Gail. I'm from Calthinian uh, University Meteorology Department.
4: Oh, oh, Tran. Sorry, I have questions for you. Um, don't get up, don't get up. <laughs> She's like, okay, okay, okay. Sorry, I'll stay down here. Um, do you have some kind of deal with the man who was living in my head? Uh,
0: it, it's a, well, it, it's a bit of a story. My friends and I had a run-in with him a while ago. Uh, while Tran's talking, the a little. Archaeopteryx sees like the wings on Gale and just sort of pads in over and like hops around Gale a bit uh seeing the feathers and such. Um well, Tran just sort of describes a bit about uh his encounter with the abolith. Um
4: Oh, so this the Oh, so you knew someone else who had this thing in their head.
0: Y- yeah, I I didn't know what it meant at the time, so I couldn't do anything to stop him
5: if it makes you feel any better they died horribly as revenge
4: oh hey Gail you wouldn't happen to have a robot outfit with you
1: <laughs> is this a, a bedroom thing should we be talking about this at the campfire
4: look, look, look we'll have conversations about what is or is not a thing for me after today <laughs> we'll have those conversations later um, no, and Juniper gestures over at the uh, reliquary door and goes, we could probably get a magic item from there if we can make it think we're a robot.
1: Oh, Uh. uh Gail looks over. She doesn't stand up because you're like laying on her, but she has like, you know, bird eyes, eagle eyes, <laughs> and looks over and she says, ooh, a sword. That seems cool. A robot suit. Hmm. And she she's deep in thought about this
0: well i I, I ha- my thought was that if we were to disable one of those drones somehow and then hold that up in front of the door, maybe it would scan that and find that satisfactory since there is drones on the door. So maybe using like a uh, call lightning to short out one of the drones as it's passing by and electrocuting it um to bring it down.
1: I think this is a very uh, cool application. Uh, Both uh, Gale and uh, Juniper have call lightning. So I feel like this is even a a fun date idea. (gasps) (laughs) Is you doing this? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, Lightning day. Do you have any instrument proficiency? I know you're in Pants for Pets, the band, the experience, the union. But on your sheet? Uh,
4: I don't believe I have any instruments on my sheet.
1: What is uh your real role in the band portion? We've we've discussed this several times, and I always forget.
4: Um, I feel like Juniper's role in the band, if anything, is probably just uh, marketing and trying to put out <laughs> pa- uh, trying to put out fires with bad PR. If there's a role in the band that's actually making music, I feel like it'd be drums. I feel like the the sort of quick thumping feet would be very good for doing like uh double bass drum pedals. <laughs>
1: Sure. Also, you, Laura, are a drummer, so them yeah. also <laughs> two tracks. I feel like you and uh, Gail can uh, do a little lightning show and down a drone. I don't even know if we need to roll for that necessarily uh, because call lightning lasts for a long time and you can kind of just move it around. Um, but if you eventually down a drone – uh, in the morning, like, the sun's coming up, uh, and you do this together. Uh, do you want to paint me a picture of this moment? Because I think this is this is a pretty cool thing. Everyone's, like, doing big yawns, <laughs> and it's like, oh, that was a wild night. Uh, and you two get head out.
4: I, I I think that the way that this works is we head out, like, nice and early before um the rest of the party's really woken up. And the first that anyone knows that we've been successful is just this... Very loud sound of lightning hitting metal, and then metal crashing down to the ground wakes the uh, the party up, and th- everyone sort of groggily looks over at us, dragging <laughs> dragging this uh, metal carcass over. Like we got we got enough here to work with,
1: rise and shine. Yeah, I think what the damage required to take it down would make it not a functional robot, but uh gail has built weather machines you've seen this several times so she actually has artificing experience in addition to bardic magic so i think she spends the morning while everyone's like waking up uh you know making uh coffee or whatever (laughs) over the fire uh like re uh fixing like some the broken elements and reattaching wires and stuff so that it functions enough that the door recognizes it um and as she does it like kind of wars to life um and the like, you know, the sensors spin up and blink colors. and uh, She brings it over to the door, which scans it. Uh, the sword and the robot dog and the robot person light up blue and then green, uh, and the doors slide open on this big plastic building.
4: Juniper's gonna start heading in.
1: Um, Juniper, you start down uh, the hallway in the entrance of this building, uh, and. Already in the distance you can hear a whistling noise.
4: Sinister or welcoming whistle?
0: <laughs> or seductive or is is it a cat is it a cat call whistling? Is it just like, you know, is it com- is the whistling coming on to anyone in the party?
1: <laughs> uh that's a great question. Trey little boy justice, piccolo, what are you doing? Um following Juniper.
5: Mm-hmm same
1: yeah same all right the whole party packs up their campsite and enters the big plastic reliquary and as you enter uh kind of the foyer of this building you also hear a whistling noise uh in the near distance Mm. i'm trying uh can i try and perceive the, the the cause of the whistling I don't know if it's perception, and you definitely perception is like hearing, you hear the whistle already, you don't need to roll for that. Um maybe history?
5: 16, somehow. Oh, cuz I'm from here. So so I I know things.
2: You're
1: from history.
5: Yeah, I'm from this world.
1: 18 and 16, the group passes. Uh Juniper, you're in the lead and you uh are the one who recognizes the whistling from a story. That a friend of yours told you once The friend was named Peter the demon And he had a wild drug trip When he saw a vision And he told you of a sword That whistled
3: <gasps> It's
5: pussy too <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god Can I do Oh my god
1: We'll find out next week
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: oh.
4: Oh. Oh. Austin you son of a gun <laughs> The
5: beautiful singing queef Of Pussy 2
4: like, I can't believe I almost encouraged the party To run away from Pussy 2
6: <laughs> I saw a spark Against the dark And we erupt But it's a slow burn But take a chance We start to dance can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses. We can feel the heat. The chill wind is pushing you into me. And it's looking like we might be burning, might be burning, might be burning down. But we're a bonfire, I keep putting